This is a Federal News Network podcast. It may be slow to change and cluttered like a Baroque Christmas tree, but the federal acquisition and contracting apparatus in the government has proven surprisingly adaptable. That's a chief finding in the every two-year survey conducted by the Professional Services Council. Here with the details, the council's executive vice president and council, Alan Chavotkin. Alan, let's start with who do you ask about this for the annual acquisition survey? This is a survey of uh, federal acquisition executives, uh, those charged with the front line, the chief acquisition officers, but we also talk to oversight activities such as congressional staff, some of the uh, inspectors general or uh, government accountability office officials as well. So it's all about the federal government, nothing about the contractors in this survey. All right. And what this showed from the results is that COVID-19 was probably the biggest effect that they've faced over the last year. Well, no question about it. It it predominated the answers. And uh, while there were five broad themes, the the number one theme was the operational resilience uh, and the workforce adaptability all all associated with contracting and the whole acquisition process. So even though most of the contracting officials at the start of the calendar year were unsure and then working from home and having to adapt, ultimately uh, they were very pleased. The senior leaders were very pleased with the adaptability and the ability to get the work done. Very little hiccups in uh, execution. And that was both uh, rewarding and uh, and not surprising. But the same acquisition workforce wasn't all that impressed with how well it as a workforce had improved much in the last couple of years. No, that's right. Workforce skills, uh, the recruiting of the next leaders, the retention still a challenge. I mean, this is still a, a, a unique world to work in and finding people uh, recruiting them, retaining them, still a challenge. So while uh, we've surveyed actually over the almost the last uh, 10 years, the change over year over year or two year over two year experience on the workforce, uh, this year they were less disappointed, but regrettably we're not seeing significant progress in uh, senior leaders' view of the overall capabilities of the workforce. And I guess the other finding that's important is that most of them don't see the budget situation easing up and maybe getting a little worse for themselves in the next couple of years. Well, that's right. And budgets, uh, congressional appropriations, uh, less so the presidential budget, but congressional appropriations drive programs, programs drive contracting activities, and then, of course, that uh, drives work for the industry. And so the uh, continued instability in the budget process has an enormous effect on the planning for acquisitions as well as on the execution. Uh, and so, uh, again, this year, the, the budget realities, uh, they, they, they become accustomed to it because the continuing resolutions and not knowing what the funding streams are going to be until late in the uh, calendar year and often in the well into the first quarter as we are now are, are the new normal, if you will, uh, but it's still uh, disruptive. And so the concerns about the continued resolutions are being used to, uh, to have an impact on overall acquisitions. 
On the positive side, though, the people that you surveyed felt that communication and the improvement of communication was on the rise. That's right. Um, that was another uh, important finding, and, and I think the COVID-19 had something to do with that. We've adopted many of the government agencies are using the new tools, new communications tools, new collaboration tools. Uh, I find they're much more, almost more accessible now. And instead of taking two hours to go uh, into a government facility and wait and check in and go through security for a, a half an hour meeting, uh, we do that much more efficiently on the phone or uh, through one of the collaboration platforms. Uh, that's true. The communication is also improving within the agencies. And I think that's a, a positive sign that that's uh, uh, important. There's more work that can be done. I sound like a government accountability office report here, but uh, the ability to uh, both the desire for better communications and the experience uh, is, is rewarding. We're speaking with Alan Chavotkin, Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. And the other survey that you are out with is the CIO survey. Tell us the top-line findings of your survey of federal CIOs. Well, this is, again, we do this annually, uh, not uh, every other year. And uh, we just released yesterday our 2020 uh, CIO survey. Uh, some of the similar themes uh, that we had with the acquisition, which is the the role of the COVID-19 and the resilience from the IT workforce, budget issues and challenges. But this year, the use of emerging technologies and the growth in the use of emerging technologies was a fairly dominant theme from the CIOs. Uh, I think this is an extra way of being able to execute their work, not necessarily the object of their contracting. And so uh, that was that was valuable to hear as well. And what did the CIOs tell you about modernization, which is pretty much the catchword that's dominated for the last couple of years? Yeah, there's no question that uh, they see success in the acceleration, the IT modernization effort, uh, even the, even in the face of the pandemic. In fact, many of the modernization uh, successes are probably as a result of that. Agencies had to modernize quickly, provide new tools uh, to federal officials uh, in order to uh, cope with the changing uh, workforce dynamics. And so that uh, that was a, one of those silver linings of an otherwise uh, difficult in work environment to, to see. And I think there's uh, also saw as a result of that activity an increase in the security uh, posture of the of the IT systems and agencies uh, heads that we talked to with the CIOs uh, frontline officials all all viewed the increase in security as another benefit to uh, the the IT modernization to accommodate the COVID-19 workplace and we talked about communication among contractors and the acquisition for workforce what did the CIOs say about their communications and the uh, efficacy of it and the outlook for it? Well, here again, uh, the ability to talk both within the government and uh, between government and industry is growing. The better communications uh, was recognized as as a critical need. And I think the, uh, the, the, the survey participants all acknowledged that uh, they thought they were doing a better job of this 
again, as I mentioned, with respect to the acquisition policy survey, uh, this is all about government. This is no interviews or uh, perspectives from the industry side. So we were pleased to see uh, federal officials talking about the need for better communications, uh, both within agencies and with government. Uh, But they saw a significant improvement this year uh, in that communications activity. Well, the survey next year, then we will have had at least some part of a year of a new administration. So it'll be interesting to see what the CIOs say then. I guess some of them are politically appointed, some are senior executives. So it's going to be a different mix by this time next year. Very much so. And uh, no doubt uh, as uh, heads of departments and and agencies change, priorities change, uh, we didn't see this year... hard to interpolate what's not there, but uh, we didn't hear much this year about organizational design. I think most of the CIOs seem to be comfortable that they have a seat at the table. I hope that'll continue in the new administration. I have every reason to believe it will. Uh, Even those that are politically appointed in in the current administration uh, felt comfortable in their roles and responsibilities and their engagement across their organizations. That's a positive sign, uh, and I hope that'll continue as we do the 2021 survey as well. And we should say this is your last appearance on this show as a representative of the Professional Services Council. You will be moving on. You've been doing this a lot of years, but no truth to the rumors that you'll be donning an apron and greeting at Walmarts? <laughs> well, the, thank you, Tom. Uh, that's right. After 19 years at the Professional Services Council, uh, I'll be leaving at the end of this calendar year. So I'm looking forward to the next opportunity. And there's absolutely no truth to the rumor that I'll be a greeter at Walmart, although it, it has some appeal. I've been at the, in the government contracting world for uh, over 35 years, but I think there's still some um, some skill left in me and some capability left in me. So I'm looking forward to my next assignment. I'll be sure to keep you informed. All right. And we know how young at heart you are. Alan Chavotkin is Executive Vice President and Counsel at the Professional Services Council. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure, Tom, and Happy New Year to you. We'll post this interview along with a link to the survey results at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.